Okay, Michael, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I know that there's still some noise going on in the background <laughs> on my end. Um, it should cease up soon. Um, Yuna's being wild still, and Selena's finishing up something, so... That Print- is the printer. Printing. Yes, that is the first for the podcast. <laughs> I don't think that we've ever had the printer just start doing stuff right at the start. <laughs> I don't know. Are we done printing? Mm-hmm. Okay, we are done printing, but Yuna is not done attacking my my cable. Well, I mean, cats are allowed on the podcast. Printers are not. <laughs> Well, I mean, she would be allowed if she didn't just go crazy on my cable. Mm. Yeah, that's Do you need issue. those cables? Yes. Oh. And I don't want her to get electrocuted. Although she has been a little bit of a butthead lately. <laughs> Alright, well, I think I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm All right. ready. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, here go. we go. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, Maybe More. My name is Michael, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Marty. Marty, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Michael. I've been playing games. I've been having fun. I We moved officially moved into our new office um, work-wise. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's been an interesting week. And, uh, you know, when you're listening to this, we also ha- have had our first D&D session. Which is tomorrow for us, but you are listening, it's in the past, so that's that's the magic of podcasting and recording and not releasing at the same time, I guess. Yes, and I'm going to peer into the future and say that it was the best time ever. <laughs> oh my god. That's right. <laughs> Cranking up the pressure. It was on the news broadcasts in both countries, in multiple countries telling everybody how awesome the campaign started off even though we didn't even make it to the first dungeon (laughs) (laughs) alright okay well I think that we can jump into uh, the show for today and uh, as always this is a video game podcast and we love talking about all things nerdy so we're going to start off with some things that we've been watching and it doesn't get much nerdier than chess Okay, a staple in nerd culture since the very beginning. I finished The Queen's Gambit. Uh, I'm way ahead of you, Michael. I'm like three, four, you know, turns ahead of you. You loved it. It was great. You cannot wait until season two. That's that's right. I can't. Um, (laughs) It was really, really good. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a season two. I didn't look into like whether or not there's going to be a season two. But if there's not, this is a great standalone. Uh, show like just for one season it is one of those those shows that just kind of stands on its own with just that one season and it does feel like if they try to do another season that it might feel a bit forced i'm not sure how they would really go about doing it but last week i talked about how i had started it and i was maybe one or two episodes in well after the podcast i kind of watched it all (laughs) (laughs) as i do so yeah, The Queen's Gambit, it's a great show, and it actually got me thinking a bit about 
um, something that I kind of want to talk about later. So I won't go too much into it right now, but we'll circle back to it later. Uh, But it got me thinking about, like, main characters in shows and how we... Shows and movies and how we approach them and how angles of the way things are told make you cheer and root for people who may or may not be completely likable or a lack thereof so i'm really excited to kind of talk about that a little bit later other than that that's what i've watched concurrently two weeks in a row and you have been watching something concurrently for like eight or nine weeks in a row nine weeks in a row well actually only eight because they released the two first episodes ah, okay, okay. yeah so eight eight weeks um wonder vision it's it's over yep I, I, it's over, Michael. You, you can watch it now. You can watch it all. Yes, I can. I was actually thinking on watching it like yesterday mm. um, because I had seen a post on Instagram. I think it was either by the Nerdist or GameSpot or something like that where they were like, hey, if you sit down at 7 p.m. Uh, your time and you start watching WandaVision, you will watch all of the episodes and be right in time to catch the newest release on, like, <laughs> awesome. Thursday. So I was yeah. thinking about it, but I didn't quite get to it. No, no. But uh, but no, that, that that was a really interesting TV series. I think the first three episodes will have you scratch your head. The next three episodes will have you scratch your head, and then you'll watch the last two episodes, and you will still be scratching your head. Um, <laughs> and it's all in, in, you know, it's a good scratch. It's not a bad scratch. It's just like, there's so, so many things. Uh, <laughs> that sounds so wrong. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> it's good to have a good scratch. Nobody wants bad scratches. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, it, 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 it has some, you're, you're still having questions afterwards, but I guess that's what it, you're supposed to, because they're setting up, you know, the whole next season, I was about to say, mm-hmm. the whole next, uh, uh, phase, phase is the word, um, that I was missing. So now we'll, we'll have one week off and then we'll go back straight into, uh, the, vin- what is it? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which will be coming out in two weeks. The first episode of that. So, oh. so yeah. Um, not that there's any hints to that in this one. Uh, so I'm really curious to see where they're taking that series. If it's just somewhere completely different. But I, I definitely think that this one will have uh, some sort of. Um, I mean, I know that's one thing that is very open ended. Towards the end, where I was like, oh, okay, this could turn into something over, you know, a few movies and whatever. So. And so yeah, there's definitely some interesting stuff in here, um, and uh, and now and now we have. I mean, I, I don't think it's a big surprise or a big uh, spoiler that now we have the the, the Scarlet Witch, um, in 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 the mix. Um, yeah. So I obviously I don't I don't have Twitter um, really installed on my phone at the moment. I'm toying with the idea of putting it back on my phone. Um, I had quit most of my social medias just for sanity purposes i was getting very frustrated with people in general and the current mm. climate of the world and i yeah. wanted to avoid everything I'm, I'm sorry about all my tweets at you michael yeah i was just, just tired of seeing stuff about world of warcraft <laughs> i was like leave me alone uh, and, but and, uh, and army of darkness remakes uh, oh yes um we'll see how that goes but anyway um <laughs> Where was I before you kept distracting me? Um, <laughs> I had gotten rid of Twitter. So I easily avoid most spoilers. Um, mm. Also, even when I had my Twitter, I don't like following people that put spoilers or entities that 
are prone to having spoilers, so I don't really see all of that stuff. But obviously things slip through the cracks somehow. Um, and this is not really, I guess, a huge spoiler, but it's obvious that WandaVision kind of ties into the multiverse uh, Doctor Strange movie that's going to be coming out. Uh, I don't know if it's obvious that it does, oh, okay. um, but it definitely has... Well, I guess it sort of does, sort of does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 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 yeah, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that movie. I don't know when that will be out. Is that this year? Um, as far as I know, I don't know. <laughs> as, as far as you know, you don't know. That's oh, right. I, Facts uh, are being spit here. Doctor uh, Strange and the Multiverse of Madness... Release date. Hello, Google. Can you hold me? Oh, it's in March 2022, so next year. Okay, um, so we have a while for that. We, yeah. Oh, uh, actually, I thought this was the next one. We actually have Thor first. Thor is in February. Love so, and Thunder. Yeah. So, um, oh, this year we'll have Spider-Man. Spider-Man will be in December if everything goes well. All right. Cool. Um, but anyway... I kind of had the theory in the beginning but when this started first kind of started coming out. I was like, oh, this is probably going to... Just by looking at the type of things that they were going through, obviously I have not seen an episode of WandaVision, which means that I have not gone and looked online for information regarding it. Mm. Stuff has slipped through, like, that it does tie into that a bit. Um, and my initial thought is that this whole show is some PTSD thing, um psychologically affecting her if but I don't know when it takes place so I don't know if it takes place like after the events of some of the Avengers movies or not so I guess I'll have the answer to that or I will be even more confused on the answer to that by the time that I actually get to watch this which is hopefully this might be my project this week Mm. is to actually go through and watch uh, the entirety of it and be able to come back next week. That way it's not like six months from now and I'm like, hey, guess what? I watched WandaVision. (laughs) Um, But I did think that this was going to tie off into multiple different things that could be happening in Phase 4 of the Marvel stuff. Um, um, There's definitely things definitely things that can go in a lot of different directions. The, The thing, though, that I was thinking when I watched the last episode, you know what I love about this, Mike? This is basically you know, big screen movie quality in a TV show. It's so amazing. It's basically like... I, I don't know. I think it's it's so cool. The quality is so, so high that, mm-hmm. you know what? Show this in the cinema, and I would be there, and I would be there for the, that how many, seven, eight hours, or how long it is. Not even uh, that much. Not even that much. Not, um, probably the not, first, no. The first eight episodes total about five hours. So however yeah. long the uh, last episode was, tie that into that. Yeah, so so there we go. So I, I, I would do that. I would I would gladly, if they did that, I would go. I mean, obviously, Corona and stuff being, you know, fixed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I would, uh, it would, I would do it. it it's amazing. It, it, the quality is so good. And, you know, uh, I've recently uh, invested in some speakers for the television and stuff like that. So everything is just, you know, a little bit better. So we're, we're having like cinema, cinema days every Friday, basically, mm-hmm. where, we're watching, where we're watching the, the new Marvel uh, series. We'll have one week break now, but then, you know, as I said, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier will, will mm-hmm. launch and, and, and will continue. 
I have heard, uh, blah, 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 where was I going to go? I forgot what I've heard. Oh, budget. <laughs> I've heard that the budget was, like, larger than, like, The Mandalorian and all that. Like, this is, like, it had a pretty large budget for WandaVision. Hmm. And judging I mean, from... It, it shows. <laughs> it, it looks so good. <laughs> so, that, that's weird to hear, considering that I haven't watched a show, so all I did was see, like, the initial aspects, and I'm like... Why would a show that's parroting of 1950s sitcom have the larger budget than The Mandalorian? But I'm sure that it goes in different ways and there's more to it than that. <laughs> You'll have to see for yourself. All right, all right. Yep. I can tell that I'm messing with you really hard because you want to talk about it. But I can't <laughs> talk about it. So I will uh, make it a priority to watch it this week and try to get some opinions on it. Um, sorry about that door closing in the background. Um, let's move on to the next show that I watched. I haven't finished it up yet, but I was going around Amazon Prime, and there's an anime on there called Vinland Saga. Mm -hmm. And this is actually a anime that is based on the Vikings. Uh, this is a brutal anime. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. That's just Vikings, man. <laughs> That's how we live over here in Denmark. Um, I brought it up to Marty, but he seemed very disinterested. Um, <laughs> and apparently he doesn't like Viking-based things anymore. No. But this anime is really well done. I'm really enjoying it so far. The main concept is there is a kid whose father used to be like a really badass Viking. Like he's been through some shit, and um, he's done some things. And eventually, he he grows weary of being at war and doing the things that Viking men are known to be doing, and he leaves. And the whole story is kind of based around the repercussions of him leaving, the actions that he took in order to leave, come back to haunt him. And his son is thrust in the middle of it, who has done nothing but look up to his father and thought of like being a Viking man. Like this glory in battle and all of the killing and things that go along with it. It was glorified. Um, and then he is thrust into situations where he sees it firsthand. And he's struggling with the idea of this is what I've glamorized and yet I am powerless in this world of like giant men of the Vikings and things along that nature and it's really cool to see the progress that the son is making in the show and just kind of seeing his growth and then the characters all have their own different motives and things like that and the action is really well done while some of like their abilities are overblown quite a little bit there is nothing so far that is extremely like over the top like a lot of other anime like there's no superpowers that are really going on right now it's just badass and it's going on it's a really mm. it's a it's a cool anime i'm enjoying it yeah cool yeah no i, I definitely want to check it out because you know vikings <laughs> you definitely should i think that you'll like it it's a good one mm. all right yeah maybe I'll, I'll put it on my list and i'll i'll see see when when because you know I, I feel I feel like I have a lot of Viking stuff going on at the moment. Uh, we'll get into that a bit later. Um, so, yeah. One can never have too many Viking things going on, or so I've heard. 
<laughs> I actually, funny enough, I actually uh, have like an idea for for a D and D session that is based on Vikings in my head. <laughs> uh, maybe it's something for the future, but I actually do have. Um, um, but it, it is it's not. It, it's a little bit more fantasy Viking, so you know it magic and stuff actually exists. Oh, okay. Um, so, but, but yeah. Uh, anyway, that was that was just a tangent. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I've been looking for games. I've been looking for something to play because you know World of Warcraft just doesn't have anything interesting at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, now decided on a last date for raiding, which will be not. Uh, this coming week, but the week after, so in two weeks, we'll be done with mm-hmm. this tier, which means there's no reason for me to log into the game anymore, yeah. really. Um, so I've been looking for for something else to do because you know apparently uh, three Assassin's Creed games isn't enough. I need something else. <laughs> um, so I've been looking around, and and there's a few different games. Uh, let's start with the least interesting. Uh, it's called Black Desert Online, which is an MMO. Funny enough. Um, and I remember when this was in, when this game came out five years ago. I actually looked at it. and was like that looks kind of interesting, mm-hmm. um, but I never got around to check it out. And now at the moment, it has a five year anniversary, so it's free. Everyone can can buy it, well, get it on Steam and then play it and and check it out. And so I did. And it's. I mean, it is sort of anime-ish in a, in, in its uh, uh, visual and, and also uh, fighting styles and stuff like that, which you know is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, it look it's it's quite pretty. It's like a remastered version. Um, it looks pretty good. Um, so you know, there's a lot of check boxes checked already. That is like, oh, this this is this, this should be something I would be interesting in interested in um but i don't know that's just something that it's, it doesn't captivate me I, don't, I think the world doesn't they don't get me hooked straight mm-hmm. off the bat i think because i i got to the first town and what they did was they sent me around to all the townspeople and i needed to talk to everyone in the town apparently for some odd reason and i just wanted to go out and kill shit um, so, uh, so that didn't sit quite well, and, and the UI is a little bit weird. Uh, how it, uh, it works, I think that if you, pl- I think it's because they're catering to people on mm. with the uh, console with controller with controllers, yeah. Um, but but it just doesn't it it it's, it doesn't work quite mm-hmm. great with with a mouse and keyboard. Um, so yeah, so so I don't know. Anyway, it, it's it's nice. Uh, it's free at the moment. Check it out. Maybe it's something for you. But it just didn't didn't captivate me uh, at all. There is something there that I sort of <laughs> feel like it's sort of interesting. But yeah, no. So I remember when the game kind of started getting hype a few years back, and I was watching streams about it because I was like, let me see what's what's going hmm. on over here, and it seemed okay. The combat seemed pretty interesting. I was like, okay, hmm. well, let me look at that. But from what I understand, it gets very grindy um, as you progress on. And it just feels like it takes forever to get anything done. I don't know. I mean, in, in those two, three hours that I played it, I got to level 15. So uh, I, 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 didn't... I don't mean necessarily like just in leveling. Mm. Um, I think there's like more gameplay aspects in terms of like crafting and things like that okay. that can take okay. like a very long time, <laughs> yeah. from what I understand. So 
I would think maybe... No, let me not go that far. Uh, forget what I think. I don't think anything. <laughs> um, I haven't given it a shot. I was thinking on giving it a go the other night after you had mentioned it. And I went to go download it and it said it would take like two hours. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, not really the game right now that I want to sit aside two hours to download. No. So I didn't go ahead and do it. No. No, um, and, I, and since it being an MMO, I think it's still, you know, MMOs, it's, it's just best when you have people to play with. And, and you know, actually one of my, my friends actually did install it and, and we did play it together. Or at least we were both on Discord at the same time. Mm-hmm. And But he felt the same way as me. So, you know what, he, he's not coming back. He uninstalled it. And I don't really know anyone else who plays it. And I think that's just, <laughs> that's how, you know, if you don't have anyone to play with in an MMO, then why bother? Yeah. Um, and MMOs are really challenging, right? Because generally speaking, the people that are going to play an MMO are people that are already playing an MMO. And as much as we like to say that we want something different, if it doesn't fit into the vein of a current MMO that we're into, Mm -hmm. then it's very difficult for it to gain traction and keep our attention sometimes, um... One of the reasons why I'm able to easily bounce back into Star Wars The Old Republic is because World of Warcraft is my main MMO, and it's pretty Mm. much World of Warcraft with a Star Wars skin, and that may be a detriment to some people, because they're like, oh, it's just a WoW clone with Star Wars in it. I'm like, this is right up my alley, because Mm -hmm. I can map everything similar to how I map things in World of Warcraft. If If Q is my interrupt on World of Warcraft, then Q can be my interrupt on Star oh, Wars The Republic. No, it's E, Michael. It's E. Interrupt no, is E. So, <laughs> when I started tanking in World of Warcraft, I put E as my taunt. No, that's Q. No. backwards. I do things my way, okay? it's They're both similar, okay? They're both <laughs> one key above where your fingers are placed. It doesn't matter. It's comfort, okay? Uh... <laughs> But E is used as my taunt for my tanks and my dispels, or not my dispel, but my purify on my healers, things like that. Mm. Um, so, and I can easily keybind those to the same type of moves in Star Wars The Republic. Um, in a similar sense, I could do that in Final Fantasy XIV. Mm. Um, and then each game, while similar, has different aspects to it. Like tanking is different in Final Fantasy XIV than it is in World of Warcraft. You can actually avoid attacks by, like, you'll see the thing on the ground and then you can avoid it that way, which is really cool. Mm. Um, But it's similar. And then you go to one of those giant new either Japanese or Chinese MMOs and they're trying something new and different. Mm. And you're like, oh, cool, this feels fresh. And then it's like, ah, I kind of just want (laughs) to go back into my, my mode of things. And I think Elder Scrolls Online probably does the best blend of something different and something familiar mm. um, to a certain extent. So, I don't know, MMOs are, are a different breed. And yeah. <clears throat> I, did, I did play Star Wars this week. I also played World of Warcraft. I finished off the uh, Bastion uh, uh, quest campaign. I finished nice. it up this week as well. Uh, and then I was sitting there looking at my character and being like, yeah, nope, not going to play this until the next patch. <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, I, I just think that you know World of Warcraft is, is getting put on the back burner for now. I don't think uh, I don't feel like I actually have any th- real thing to 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 log into the game for. Mm-hmm. And since you know uh, uh, 
the other guildies already have set groups for Mythic Plus, then I'm not part of that either, so you know, you know what? You know what, I'll just take a break, I think. Play something else. Which is fine. Um, if you don't really have to do anything, then why stress yourself out? Um, if you're not doing raid, there's no real reason other than hanging out with friends to mm. do Mythic Plus. Um, but I still have reason to jump in because my guild is still progressing on Heroic. We down mm. Stone Legion Generals. Almost there, uh, Mike. Almost oh, there. That fight sucks. There's just a lot going on. It requires everyone to kind of... Everyone has to be on point. And I know like some people are getting frustrated, and I was not playing well. Uh, there was like twice that the Wicked Blade went out, and I was the one with it. And I'm just standing in the middle of the entire group. Oops. And I, I can only say sorry so much before I'm just like, I'm a freaking idiot. I don't know what's going on tonight. It was just an off night for me. Mm. Um, but we started progressing phase one of Den Daddy Denathrius. <laughs> you should look into weak auras, maybe, because I know one of our healers. Uh, he did the same. He he, he he was so you know caught up in healing stuff that sometimes he just missed mechanics. Mm -hmm. So he he make made a weak aura that made him yell stuff. Um, so and then he turned on speech bubble so he could see it. So mm -hmm. you know, so when something happened, he needed to pay attention to it. Was smack right there in the middle of the screen. And you know the bonus of it. The bonus of it is that I can see it as well. So I was also all, all of a sudden be like, oh, now we need to move because, you know, this big AOE is hitting everyone right here, right mm -hmm. now. So, and I don't know. Maybe that's something to, to just just something if, if you're interested to look into. So. Yeah, I probably do because I have a more advanced UI, like Preach's UI, the base mm. of it. Um, and sometimes he doesn't have things that he, as like a top tier raider, it's just like, I don't need a weak aura for that because I can see that easily. Like, I've been playing the game since the vanilla. I know what to do. Mm. Um, so I need and, to look it up. And you know what? I would say probably a few expansions ago, you you could still do it without, uh, you know, help like that. But I just feel like some of those harder fights, like Stone Legion, there's so much going on. Yeah. So it's so easy to just miss one thing, and if you miss one thing, then you screw over the whole raid, and worst case scenario, it's, it's a bite. So, you know, I, I don't feel... I don't feel bad about using, you know, add-ons mm -hmm. or help like that these days because, you know, the, the, the fights are just, you know, there's a lot going on in, in some of those fights, and, and, and you know, you, you, don't want, you don't want to let you know, the other... 15 people down that is in the group with you or how many you are so, so yeah. especially with the the feasts how much it costs and all mm -hmm. that stuff um, so that's World Warcraft stuff um, yeah. I did start playing Little Nightmares which is an indie game I believe and actually Little Nightmares 2 is already out but I hadn't played the first one and I remember our friend Tom Mm -hmm. I talked about it on his podcast, I believe, uh, Three Extra Lives. And he was talking I, about how I, I, good it was. I watched him stream it. I watched him stream it. And it, it, yeah, it was great because this, he got, he's so scared. <laughs> this game is great with atmosphere. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to play it anymore today until it starts getting darker out. So mm -hmm. that I can like actually be involved in the world. And feel the dread that is going on but essentially from what I've gathered so far because I didn't play too much of it because I started it when it was light out and it just didn't feel right um, 
But essentially, I am this kid that is on a ship, it appears to be, and I don't know what's going on. Nope. But there are creatures of some sort that appear to be like remnants of children of something along those lines. And there are these giant monster type figures that exist within the ship as well. And I don't know their motives. I don't know what they are doing. Uh, but they are spooky every time they appear. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's atmosphere. It atmosphere, is. atmosphere. I will say that I might try it with a controller. It's not that it's like difficult to do with the mouse and keyboard because most of it is just movement based. But there are like some diagonal movements that mm. the game doesn't seem to pick up very well with just mm-hmm. like the keys. So I might try it with a controller just to make it a little bit more smooth on the movement. Because I spent a couple tries trying to jump something that I know that I can do relatively easily with the controller. So, Little Nightmares. I'm looking forward to continuing it. And from what I understand, it's not too long. So I can't wait to hopefully next week give everybody an opinion on it as a complete product. I actually have played it. Uh, I haven't finished it. It's one of those games again that I tried it out and really, really liked it. Just never got around to play it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely want to jump back into it at some point and finish it because, as you said, the atmosphere is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Um, and 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 yeah um <laughs> if you only do the main storyline you can play it through in three and a half hour apparently oh, according yeah. to howtobeat.com <laughs> um so, so yeah so maybe, maybe i should just do that just reinstall the jump back in and and just play this i could do that in one sitting then yep just hammer so, it out yeah maybe i'll do that all right on to you Oh, it's me again. Yes. Uh, 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 ARPGs. Um, uh, we, we have some hit and misses with, with games that we've been playing that, that is not Diablo. Um, and uh, I found this a new old one. Um, <laughs> it's not new anymore. It's actually a game that I got gifted from you for Christmas at some point, one of the years, I think. Um, and I did actually try and install it to try and play it. But... For some reason, it just kept crashing on my on my old computer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from August 2018, so it's rather new. It's rather new. Um, Shadows of Awakening. It's it's a it's when it when it comes to how it plays and feels, it's your standard ARPG. It, it's very much uh, like Diablo 2.9. It's, mm-hmm. it's not completely Diablo <laughs> 3, but it you know it, it's close. Um, but it has one really interesting mechanic that that sets this one apart from the others that I really, really, really enjoy. And that is that you are playing as some sort of demon, or I think they call it a devourer. Um, and you can free... Well, you can take over souls. Uh, so you pick your, your character. What uh, You can pick between a mage, a warrior... Hello there, whoever was biking past. Um, <laughs> Mage, warrior, and ranger, I think, is, is the choices that you can pick from. So you'll start out with, with that soul or puppet, 
as they call it. Uh, and then you can unlock more puppets as you go through. Uh, you can always have four, pu uh, three puppets active and then you and and your devourer so four different characters in total and then it's basically like i don't know like trine or, or or lost vikings for that matter where you can switch between which character you're playing right now mm -hmm. um so so you can switch into your, your your devour form and you can cast a spell that stuns everything then you can switch back to your uh, mage and the stuff is still stunned so then you can you know uh, use a fire uh, ability so you dot you're dotting everything off and then you can switch into your warrior and then just go ham on everything so while they have these two dots on them uh, from the devour and then from from the mage you just hammer on them as, as a warrior uh, and and you can switch back and forth like that and it's it plays so well it's so cool and and makes this game really 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 enjoyable um, I had watched you stream it a little bit on Discord, and it seemed pretty interesting. Like, the bit that I got to watch was actually you who were battling a boss, mm. um, or it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a boss, and there was some dialogue and some story that was going along with it. But the cool part was, was that after you beat the boss, you, like, consumed his soul, and all of a sudden, that boss that you just beat, you were able to access his form and use his abilities. And I was like, that is a really cool concept. And the fact mm -hmm. that like you have to switch between each character in order to do certain things. And I was very surprised because I think that you switch to the main character, like the demon or whatever, mm -hmm. and it brought you to like a different version of the world that you were in. And there were... Yes enemies in that version of the world that weren't there in the previous one as well as a bridge might be available in one world versus the other and mm -hmm. i always think that mechanics like that are pretty cool yeah so so yeah this was a, a big surprise to me how 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 um how well it worked and, and how, how great it actually is so this is definitely a game that I'm, I've been playing multiple times during the week and, and I'll continue playing it because it, it's really really enjoyable um, and, and what's interesting as well so far at least is that uh, the different characters that you take over actually unlocks quests as well, well storylines as well so you know my original storyline I'm still following then the main storyline but then because of these characters and uh, uh, actually the the boss that you saw uh, mm -hmm. me defeat is actually unlocking you know a storyline just for about that character and what happened to him and why he was exiled and stuff like that so um it, it's a uh, they, they're using it in a quite clever way as well as a tool to you know tell more stories so so yeah really really enjoying it and and i, ho I hope that the, that it was successful enough that there will be a sequel because this is this is good this is good stuff Cool. Um, one day I might play it. I just need to actually get it because I do not have it. Uh, <laughs> and I'm kind of strapped at the moment for for money, so I can't really go out buying new games right now. But eventually I want to get to it. I think it'll be fun to play. Uh, Absolutely. So, speaking of not playing new things, <laughs> I jumped into something old. I jumped into it in two separate occasions. I didn't give either play a whole bunch of time uh, just because I didn't have time. Destiny 2. Mm -hmm. The love-hate relationship of Destiny 2 continues to this mm -hmm. day. Uh, I've given up on the game. I've given <laughs> up on it. Sorry. <laughs> I wanted to play something um, where I was just, like, shooting. 
Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to play it like an FPS, and it was the only one that I really had installed. If I had Call of Duty, I might have just gone to Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have Call of Duty installed. So I was like, let me let me jump into some Destiny and see what's going on here. So I jumped into a previous character that I had, and his light level was the same exact light level of another character that I had, but I know that I had done more on this character. This character was the one that when we were both playing around the same time, I was working mm-hmm. on. And I was like, why are their light levels the same? There have been lots of things that have happened in Destiny 2 mm-hmm. since the last time I played. So I am very confused on that character because I jumped in and I literally saw three or four different cinematics before I jumped in to the actual gameplay. And it seemed like those cinematics might not have been initially intended to go back to back to back. And they might have been like different patches or expansions that were thrown in there. Mm -hmm. So I was very confused on what was going on. And then I was eventually put into the world and I started playing it and it's Destiny 2. It's a lot of fun to play. Um, I think that's one of the things that Destiny has always done well is that when you're actually playing the game, it feels good to play. Mm-hmm. It's the rest of it that is just kind of a, a little bit of a weird shell. Yeah. I I, I, I have I was in the issues as well. I was, I was looking to maybe jump into Destiny 2 and, and I knew there was a new expansion out and stuff like that. I, I went and read the reviews. People are not happy. They have been removing <laughs> old content and stuff like that because mm-hmm. the game just became too big or whatever the excuse was. And I was like, oh, okay, it's it's still the same old mess. Um, <laughs> I will I will just leave it alone and and do something else. And it's such a shame. I think what they should do by now is just uh, make 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 the next one. Mm-hmm. Go to Destiny Three start over and make it right but you know that's just something in me right now that's sort of like I don't think they can get it right anymore <laughs> I really don't think they can and uh, I, I know that when they were under activation that that's a lot of talk about it activation was pressuring them, them and that was the, the you know one of the main reasons and then when they actually could when they actually left activation uh, and and now is independent you know a lot of us were like all right let's now show us show us what you can do mm-hmm. and oh boy they have and it's the same old poo same old stuff same old stuff <laughs> so so yeah so, so I've given up on Destiny which is a shame because I like the gunplay the gunplay is amazing it's probably one of the best gunplays that is in a, in a shooter out there but it's just not it's not worth it yeah um, I didn't buy the newest expansion, by the way. Okay, mm. I'm just jumping in with whatever I had. Um, yeah. I did jump in on a brand new character. Um, I'm always interested in how these games that, especially like MMO style games, like what does it feel to be a new player in a world that's been established for multiple years? Mm. And it's messy. Almost yep. every single time, it's messy. Um, and that applies for things like World of Warcraft, Destiny, like everything. It's kind of messy. I think the best one that's not so messy is Star Wars, The Old Republic. Um, I can't really speak too much about ESO. Um, Final Fantasy XIV, is, there's just a lot to get through there. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is pretty long and involved. It's anime stuff, so you gotta really be into that to mm-hmm. continue on with it. But the 
a while back, I think I talked about this, where I jumped into a new character, and I had said that they revamped the way that you jump in the game. And the way that you jumped into the game back when I tried it was that you you were appearing on Earth as it was in Destiny 1. And your intro mission was the same mission that you did in Destiny 1. Like, you were awoken by your ghost, and you just go through that initial um, segment where, like, you get your you get to the ship, and then you go up to um, wherever you are, wherever the, the main hub is at that time. And it was just one for one, the original quest that you did, and then you went up there, and it just kind of threw you to the wolves, where it was like, okay, here are all the planets. It wasn't like how it was when you actually played through it, in the sense of... When you used to play through it, you didn't see this other place until you were able to go there. Mm. Um, This was almost like a choose-your-path type deal, and it just felt very overwhelming. They have changed it slightly, at least from what I've noticed again. Mm. And this one, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I haven't even finished the mission because I was doing it right before the podcast. Um, (laughs) But you start off on Earth, just like in Destiny 1. Mm-hmm. And you're going through it, and then there's a part where you actually run into another guardian. And the guardian seems to be, like, an established guardian. Like, he's been around for a while, and he could he tell, he could tell that you just woke up. And he mentions it, but he needs your help doing what, uh, what he needs to do. And it sends you off in a different direction. So... So far, the intro mission is pretty fun. I will say that Destiny has a lot of detail in it. Like, whether the first weapon that you pick up when you look down the scope, uh, the finder is, like, cracked and worn. And I, it's attention to detail like that that's really well done. Hmm. And I remember playing Destiny 1 quite a bit, and I remember that first intro mission of seeing that world for the first time. And being like, well, like all the rusted cars and all that, and the fallen, like it was such a cool thing. And I think that the mission still kind of holds up. It's still pretty fun. Uh, it throws you into the mix pretty quickly, which is a good thing. And it's, I might jump back in today at some point to give a further in-depth, like let's see what it does after this mission, just to see how it mm-hmm. feels to be, be a fresh character in Destiny. Like you said, they removed content. I think they're trying to tie it into story. Because it, uh, Zavala says in one of the things that several of the planets have gone missing. I don't know how you lose a planet. Uh, <laughs> but they have seemed to have lost a planet. Like Obi-Wan. Can't find his his wayward planet. Um, Kamino, by the way. Um, <laughs> so it's interesting. Uh, we'll come back to everybody on that one but marty i think you have one more game we've been talking a lot about what we've been up to this week yeah and and tangents and stuff like that that's what happens <laughs> so so yeah in my search for new games obviously i have heard about this small game called valheim valheim mm-hmm. which is a viking game um so you people out there mike who who think that i don't like vikings you are mistaken and this I is i wonder uh, why we would think that yeah um <laughs> I've heard stuff about it. The, I think one of the main reasons why I've stayed away from it is just because it's a survival game. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so it can really be hit and miss with with uh, survival games for me because at some point they just get too grindy. I, I find, um, and also you know that weapon that you have spent so much time creating all of a sudden breaks and you need to make a <laughs> new one. Um, so. Um, so yeah, but anyway, I've heard a lot of good stuff about Valheim, and uh, I, I I caved towards the end, and I was like, alright, fine, let's check it out and see what the fuss is all about. And then I have been playing it for five hours, I think. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, it, it's cool. It I, I don't really. It is sort of like it's a little bit pixelated, just mm-hmm. like. I would say that it's, you you can compare it to Minecraft, except it's not that pixelated. Okay. Um, but it looks so pretty. It looks really, really good, and it's so weird that you know, looking at your character that is so pixelated and other monsters that are so pixelated, and then the world is just looking so freaking beautiful at the same time. Um, the world itself is so so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what I really has been enjoying so far is that there's actually small things that you need to do it's not just like Minecraft where you just throw you in there and then you can do whatever you want uh, and oh by the way there is a dragon you can kill towards the end if you want to um, <laughs> uh, if you can find out how to get to it no actually there is in, in Valheim there actually is uh, you know small things bosses dungeons small dungeons stuff like that that, mm-hmm. that you know you can do and and um, uh, and, and there is actually you know a, a story there again it's a survival game, so it's totally optional, but you can do it. There's actually something there. There's a breadcrumb you can follow if you want to, um, which is which I find is very, very cool. And when your tools or weapons break, you can repair them. They don't disappear, so you, you only have to make that one tool, and that's great. You can upgrade it, uh, make it better, and stuff like that. So, so hooray. Um, and, and yeah, and, and did I mention that it's based in in in, in a Viking world? <laughs> yes, it's, you did. It's so cool, Michael. It's really really cool. Um, I looked at it when I think Tom brought it up, mm. and that was the last I looked at it. To be honest, like like you said, it is a crafting game, and I barely like crafting mechanics when they're in games that are not crafting games. And every game that I've tried where, like, you have to craft things, it doesn't matter how interesting, like, the setting is, I can't get into it. It's Mm. just, I don't find enjoyment in having to go out and find the materials to do all this stuff. I built my own house, Michael. I built my own house. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) It just, it doesn't intrigue me in, like, Mm. any sort of way, like... I get that, like, some people find it cathartic. Like, it's just something that they could throw on and you could just mindlessly go about doing it. That's why people like Stardew Valley, where it's just like, oh, yeah, I just get to, like, water my crops and do all this. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to do that stuff in real life. Why would I want to do it in a game? Like, mm. I I don't know. I just can't get into it. I mean, even, like, crafting in World of Warcraft. I hate doing crafting in World of Warcraft. I don't like... Crafting, World of crafting. I, yeah, I just, I, I can't get into it. I've tried. I have Ark, and I've been oh, wanting to jump in. Ark is so grindy, though. I, I really don't like that game. That, that's like, <laughs> the if you, if you don't like grindy games, don't <laughs> play Ark. Do not jump. I into felt Ark. like jumping into it because I know a couple guys that play it at work. 
mm. and they keep talking about it. And I- I've tried so- a few times to get into it. It's just it, the grind just kills me. <laughs> yep. So I still haven't pulled the trigger on it. Like I still no. haven't actually jumped in because of that. Um, so crafting games, if if somebody comes up to me and they're like, "Hey, there's this game. It's really cool. You know, Vikings, dragons, um, and there, then there's crafting," and I'm like, "Oh, you lost me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess it is pretty much centered around crafting a lot. Um, what the thing that is cool though is that I'm on a server where it's a few of my friends, real life friends. They have a server, so they're playing on theirs. So we mm-hmm. actually have like a small. Viking village, mm-hmm. uh, so that's that you know that makes it. I, I think survival games are best. It's the same with the uh, as with MMOs. They're just best if you play them together with friends, and um, so you sit and hang out and, and do actually do stuff together. And oh, I need some some wood. Can I, can you can I borrow some for you? Oh, I need some stones and you know stuff like that. So you can actually help each other out. That that really helps the game immensely as well but but no really just enjoying it um so far and and you know i'm still just trying to figure out uh what the hell the first boss is and why i should mm-hmm. kill him and stuff like that but yeah really really enjoying it and by the way if you're watching any of the videos because i actually tried to convince my girlfriend to jump into it because maybe it's something we could play together um she watched the initial video and i watched it with her and i was like that's just how. That's not how the game is at all. It's <laughs> just like it looks so dark, and I was like, "That's not how it looks like, though." This I don't know what this is. This is this, <laughs> this looks like it's you know end game stuff where there are you know bike going on a Viking and and mm-hmm. you know killing monsters and stuff like that. I'm like, I've never seen any of that stuff that's in that trailer. <laughs> that's not that's not the game. <laughs> I won't get into it. Um, I'm not even going to try that one. Uh, to be honest, Ooh. I yeah, sorry. Um, but cheese. Why are they? Why is there cheese on the on the show notes? I don't know. Some had to put something in there. I put something in there. <laughs> oh, but that was after I put in cheese. All right. I guess I'll talk about my my thing here. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can what? talk about cheese if you want to, but I, mean... I can't. Nobody nobody accepts Americans <laughs> like American cheese apparently. So. Um, Anyway, at the top of the show, I was talking about the Queen's Gambit, and mm. and I was talking about characters in shows and movies. And the reason why this it weighs on me is because I was talking to a coworker, and she's a huge like Brie Larson fan, mm. and she loved like Captain Marvel and all of that. And I have been a critic, I guess, of sorts of Captain Marvel. Um, mm. Simply because I get why certain people like it. It's like one of the the few movies where you have a a female protagonist that is very powerful, mm. um, that takes control of situations, and is um, like she's she's pretty badass overall, right? Like I get why people would like that. I don't like Captain Marvel as a character. Um, People like to point to the idea of like, oh, well, you know, she kept getting kicked down and she kept getting back up. And I'm like, okay, that's that's okay. But that's it. Like, there's nothing else for that character that really, like, does it for me. And somebody tried to attack me and say that, oh, it's because she's like, it's because she's a female and she's super powerful that you don't like her and blah, blah. You don't have this issue with Superman. And I'm like, I actually do have an issue with Superman. Like, I don't like characters that are just, like, 
inherently like goody two shoes, overpowered, and just like I don't like those type of characters. And while I, I, watching Queen's Gambit, she as a main character is the complete opposite, where like she has so many flaws, and yet her being just herself is endearing and seeing her overcome like those personal challenges on a more basic level is mm. so much more interesting and intriguing to me um, than something like a Captain Marvel character. Um, obviously, they're set in two very different places, but mm. I don't like Captain Marvel. <laughs> no, actually, interestingly enough, I, I did see a, a YouTube video about someone who is like, uh, what he does is like, he, he's, he, he's into storytelling and stuff like that. And he, is, he's, he said like, you know what, this movie is so badly told. Let's try and re-edit it. And then he, you know, went through how he would do it. And I would love to see that cut. And I would love, uh, because I think that would fix a lot of the issues that there is with, with Captain Marvel, that it mm-hmm. would actually make it, you know, an interesting uh, um movie to well it's not not that it's uninteresting or anything but you know it would probably fix some of the issues that is with that that movie um so so secondly i always found one of my friends is like a huge superman fan as well and i just Mm -hmm. i just find superman just like sort of boring um batman is so much more interesting to me yeah because you know he don't he don't have all these superpowers but you know, he still manages to find a way to go one-on-one against Superman and mm-hmm. actually beat him. Um, so, so yeah, that, I agree. It can be way more interesting that way. My favorite Superman movie was Man of Steel, uh, which was the first one with Henry Cavill. Mm. And a lot of people didn't like that. Like, Superman I, I fans... Like Superman fans did not like it for the most part. I liked that movie. I liked the dark aspect of it. Like I, I like the dark aspect of it. I just feel like because I think they they cheated us with the trailers because they were like, oh, produced by Christopher Nolan and you know who did mm-hmm. the previous Batman movies and stuff like that. So, and and they sort of you know hinted that we'll see Superman growing up and figuring out who he is, which we sort of did, but it was it wasn't I, to the extent that you might no. have thought. Yeah. And I think if they had focused on that way more, if they had actually looked at that and looked at his, you know, figuring out and trying to, you know, live with with, with his his main flaw being that he doesn't have any, mm-hmm. um, and 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 but he can't use them because you know people won't accept him for that. Uh, I think that would have made it everything so much more interesting than that it was. I think they they skipped ahead in so many things and mm-hmm. just you know progressed to the end and you know they couldn't yeah. do that because the best version of that already exists. Okay, it's called Smallville. If you want to see Superman without being Superman, watch Smallville. Get through the first four seasons. It gets better after that. Um, <laughs> wow, we need to get four seasons. Well, well, it gets here's good. the thing: is that the show starts off when he's in high school, mm. so you do get high school type situations, um, and that can be hit or miss for a lot of people. So that's why I say, like, you might have to suffer through like the first four. Like, there's some cool moments in that, definitely. Like Lex Luthor. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum's character is like awesome um, in those interactions with Clark and all that. But Smallville mm. is completely Superman before he was Superman, and he's not Superman until the very last episode. Mm. So it's really cool. But Man of Steel, I really enjoyed it, and I like that he had to do something dark at the end. Mm. Which that's where Superman fans had a really big problem was because Superman doesn't kill people, mm. um, and I thought it was really cool that it was like 
a very hard thing for him to do, and he had to do it for the greater good. I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Uh, but... I fell asleep. I fell asleep in the, in the <laughs> cinema watching the movie because before the end, there's like this 20 minute action scene, and I fell asleep doing that because no, <laughs> nothing really happened. So, here's the thing with me and movies is that for the most part, I just like watching movies. Uh, I don't mind a lot of the DC movies the way that a lot of other people do, I don't compare them to Marvel movies. I don't actively go in and say, this is a DC movie, so I'm looking for things to mess up. Because <laughs> I can point the flaws. I love horror movies, which means that I can point the flaws in movies and still have a good time. Hmm. Um, because I watch horror movies constantly, and they're constantly filled with with tropes and bad things, and just, it, they're always not great. So, I can find beautiful things in those movies, and... I liked Batman versus Superman. Justice League was kind of eh overall, but I didn't dislike it for the reasons that most people dislike it. Like a lot of people pointed to the overuse of CGI, but then they'll give passes to like Marvel movies and things like that <laughs> when they do it. So um, there's definitely a fan base that is built around yeah. bashing DC. Um, I, the, the thing <laughs> is, the thing is that I like. I really like love like DC. I like Batman. I, I like a lot of you know the the characters that they have. Or they're more, uh, you know more than than I might do a lot of the Marvel characters that I don't even know. Mm -hmm. um, but I just feel like they want they saw what Marvel did and wanted to do that, but they did it. They tried to do it too quickly. They tried to get to the Avengers too quickly because what Marvel did very smartly was that they, you know, established a lot of different characters and then they brought them together in mm -hmm. the Avengers, where um, they wanted to kind of fast track that with DC, and and yeah, it, yeah, it just never really turned out in a great way. And I I I don't like bashing on DC, but I do feel like story writing, uh, writing wise, they are so bad about the movies. There's like <laughs> a few exceptions. The first Wonder Woman is is really great, um, mm -hmm. and the Aquaman movie is really good as well. Really, and also from a story perspective, um, where the rest of them, uh, no, <laughs> they're okay. Like they're that's, okay. Yeah, they're, they're okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think like people these days are just not okay with okay for whatever reason i don't know I, I i wouldn't i know if it's if if it's the new marvel movie i'll be going to the cinema because i know that i will be entertained and that, that it will be you know uh it, it, the movie would will make sense like 95 percent of it at least um going through it whereas with a dc movie i don't know it really depends if i if i if i'll go to the cinema and actually pay money to watch it because i don't really know what i'll be getting mm -hmm. I, I can get behind that. Uh, I just thought it'd kind of be cool to talk a little bit about that and just like how yeah. we how we get behind certain characters and uh, it always for me I this is what I want. I want diversity in characters, but I mm. want it in a way that doesn't feel like people are shoehorning it in. Yeah, I don't care if a character is male, female, gay, trans, but if you're going to continuously throw the fact that captain marvel is a woman in my face then i'm just gonna be like can you just like get on with the story like i want to see 
what's going on here. I get it. She's a woman. She's having mm. hardships. Like get beyond, get beyond that, or apply it in a more advanced way. Mm. Other than the man is putting her down constantly. We get that. You can establish that quickly. Show us more. Show me more. Like uh, I feel like nowadays, like everything is just being shoehorned in without any, without any thought of how can it make it seem natural. Because I feel like all of these groups that are unrepresented want to be represented, but not in a way that it, in the way that things are going. It just seems like now if you have a main character that is trans, it needs to be overstated that the character is trans. Mm. Why can't it just be acknowledged? And then that character does what that character does. And then you get behind that character as a character. And the fact that they're trans is just it's just a fact of life because at the end of the day, isn't that what we want? We just want mm. everybody to be treated as anyone else. Yep. Not necessarily like I'm not going to put Captain Marvel on a pedestal because she's a woman that had to go through that. I'm not going to put Superman on a pedestal because he's Superman. Superman can go way down. I don't care fuck about Superman. <laughs> um, so it's just like I get frustrated when these things start to take precedence and they cast a shadow over a movie as a whole. I mean, we kind of had this discussion when we were talking about... What was it? The Crimes of Grindelwald. Mm. When the whole uh, Johnny Depp thing was going on. And then everybody was quick to assault Johnny Depp. And then other things came to light and nobody was saying anything else about other people. I'm not going to get into that, but... I don't, think we have, I don't think we have time to get into it. It's, it, it's a really interesting conversation, but we don't have the time now, Mike. We're we're at the end. Yeah, maybe maybe we should like invite Amanda and Monica on or something. Or maybe <laughs> maybe we invite a group of people on and we just kind of have an open discussion about it. But yep. or we suggest it to their podcast because their podcast may be a bit more suited for that. I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it. Uh, do you have anything else on heroes and relatability and just? in general movies not right now all right we went we went pretty deep on some stuff i like doing mm-hmm. it i like getting involved on yeah. things because um, there's there's so much more to movies and games than simply i enjoy it or i don't enjoy it there are multiple mm. different facets and i always find it appealing and i know that you do as well especially mm. since you have a podcast that's all about talking about movies mm-hmm. yeah 5.5 rated movies yeah, not not this season. This season we are we are doing things differently. So if, if you really want me to plug that, then recently we watched the Warcraft movie, and uh, yeah, we are, we are basically having a theme this season that is blockbuster the movies, um, movies that is for some reason is a, a blockbuster movie that is, is has failed for some mm-hmm. reason, and Warcraft is among those ca- movies that, you know, it made so much money and it's still considered a fail, and it's just weird, and that's the latest episode, and you can find it over at five, five reviewscom something I don't even know right now. Uh, you can find it <laughs> everywhere on every podcaster, podcatcher. And, uh... and on that note, we have reached the end of the show. <laughs> um, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we've been up to quite a bit this week, even though I thought that we weren't uh, these type of episodes, they happen all the time. Episodes where we just talk about what's going on, leads into one topic into another. That's kind of what this show is all about, and I really enjoy doing it. 
So if you have any thoughts about anything that we talked about today, there was a lot in there. I forget all the main topics. Maybe you're playing Valheim and you want to play with Marty or something. Go ahead and let us know. Maybe you watch The Queen's Gambit and you want to nerd out about chess with me. Go ahead and let us know. You can do so by emailing the show at two nerds maybe more at gmail.com or find us over on Twitter at two nerds maybe more with the number two in the front of that. Or you can check out the website, which is two nerds maybe more.com, which has this episode as well as all of our previous episodes. Other than that, I got nothing else for you. Marty, anything else before we get out of here? No, let's get out of here. I need to go play Valheim. Come on. All right. We'll see you all in the next episode. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.